0: Hello and thanks for joining us. Two sharp chefs in a microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef and journalist. And I'm Louis Victor, chef and professional food photographer. We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. Hi, Louis, still in Wisconsin. How are you doing in Vegas? Been hanging out, you know, like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, You're a CSC medium rare, kind of cool, kind of yeah. not. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, so as usual, since the pandemic started, we are going to start with pandemic provisions. Pandemic provisions. We're doing chocolate today. Mm-hmm. Um, chocolate is wonderful, no matter what. But I am bringing you the kink size peanut butter Twix. Whoa, I love the Twix a lot. But I don't get it very often because if I did, I'd be 8,000 um, pounds. It's delicious. <laughs> <They do. laughs> but I try to stay away from candy bars because if I buy them, I eat them. So Twix launched in 1967 in the UK. And I didn't know if you knew this or not, but Twix is actually a mashup. So it's kind of like Brandolina or Lolu, <laughs> it's a <laughs> mashup of two words twin and Bix. So twin, because there's two of them. And Bix, B-I-X, because the British call biscuits for short, Bix. Bix.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't even so know that uh, Twix, Twix was a British uh, concoction.
0: Me neither. I assumed it was American, probably because, you know, us, we're very arrogant Americans. We think everything's ours. Speaking <laughs> of American, you've got an yeah. American chocolate bar, a very American super, one. Super,
1: super, very American chocolate bar. And Hershey's.
0: Um, yeah. All right. So, tell us about Hershey's.
1: Nineteen hundreds, circa nineteen hundreds. They started with the cocoa powder, which then developed into the syrup, and then developed into the Hershey's bar, which cornered the market. Mm-hmm. So they're they're basically like your your go to brand, especially yeah. when it comes to s'mores. Yes. Yes. Yeah, s'mores, let's talk about s'mores real quick. Okay. Did you know that there's an actual unit of measurement that describes how much of this Hershey's bar goes into a standard no. s'more? No, no. And that unit of measurement is called a pip. A pip, a pip is like that one section, you know? You're only supposed to put
0: one of those in there?
1: No, but that's, oh. you put six pips, which is that's half a of the lot. Bar into like that tradition because it fits the graham cracker.
0: Yes, and then they can make more money because you use more of it. All right, so provisions yeah. is something that our next guest knows a hell of a lot about because if there's any company or any entity in all of Las Vegas that's dealing in provisions right now, it is Three Square Food Bank. They are super awesome. Organization. It's the main food bank in all of Clark County, Las Vegas area. All right, we have Will Edwards, the marketing outreach specialist for Three Square Food Bank. Will, how you doing, buddy?
2: Hey, guys. How are you?
0: You know, we're hanging in, right, Lou?
2: Like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hanging listen, like that. Listen, right. I, I I appreciate you guys having me. This is uh, this is very exciting. It's. Been a minute since I've been on anybody's podcast, so this
0: is fun. Ooh. ooh, we'll we'll rebreak your podcast, Cherry. will ooh, ooh, baby. <laughs> All, right. All right, so um we're just going to start off with the one thing, you know, of course, that everybody's thinking out about in the restaurant industry and foodies, which is Restaurant Week was supposed to be. Coming really, really soon, just right around the corner here. And uh, um, because of everything that's happening, uh, we're not going to have it this year. We're going to postpone it to next year. Um, if you can just tell us a little bit about, you know, we kind of know the reasons, but go ahead and say, you know, what the discussion was like for you guys and and how that all came to pass.
2: It, it was a very difficult decision. Um, I I just joined the marketing and development team in October of uh, of last year and so when i did it they were like you're doing restaurant week get to it so uh we we made a we made some changes a lot of changes we uh we got a new url we were really really like passionate about it um it was my baby my baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh and so much work between the the marketing department and development to really you know make this year the best you know restaurant week year ever and then this happens and we we waited for a while mm-hmm. because we really didn't want to believe that we wouldn't be able to do it because you know Las Vegas restaurant week it's a staple in, yes. in in Las Vegas you know uh before all this went down we were getting emails from people all over the world asking us when restaurant week was so they could plan their trips to be in Las Vegas during that time period um so it wasn't an easy decision to make but I think we we I think everybody understands that we thought the best way uh, to do it is to just go ahead hold it off and uh, when we come back in 2021 we're going to knock it out of the park you know
0: Right So hopefully before June of next year we'll be way good by then hopefully yep. Is that the reason why you decided to just go with next year, as opposed to you know trying to do a couple of months or doing it in the winter or that kind of thing? Because you're just you know you wanted to give yourself plenty of time just in case.
2: Well, uh, a a few things. One thing was uh, I didn't really think that we'd still be in this coming up Mm -hmm. to June. You know, I I really was hoping and praying, little baby Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> please let the thing be over by June so that we can have restaurant week. And, and, you know, and, and the whole idea would have been, Hey, let's, let's celebrate Las Vegas coming out of this thing with restaurant week. Um, but that didn't happen. And because, it, you know, we're just living in such unpredictable and uncertain world. We, I don't even know what next week is going to look like, yeah. never mind. you know, September, or November. So we just thought, um, for the integrity and, 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 and safety of, of people going out and the integrity of the brand, we just hold it off and, and, and wait. And let me say something else. There's a lot of work that goes into restaurant week, you know, before this happened, we had, uh, I was up to about 205 restaurants that had verbally oh. agreed to be part of it. And uh, oh. so <laughs> to um, you, you got to go through all, all the stuff all over again now
0: to revamp
2: it so you know although although it was sad that my my baby had to wait has to wait uh, another year I I think it's just best for everybody
0: so obviously the best thing about restaurant week is that it's such a great fundraiser for three square and now more than ever you know we need these fundraisers to to feed people um but the second best reason is of course the food (laughs) So so I, um, was there anything, you know, that you could tell us, you know, that's not super secretive or maybe you could tell us because we're chefs and we, we deserve to know. Um, anything that was new this year that you were really excited about, or was it the fact that you had like more diversity or more restaurants or what was, what was like one of the things that we can look forward to for next year that might be different than other restaurant weeks in the past?
2: I was really working very hard on uh, getting neighborhood restaurants aboard. Mm. You know, in the past years, it, it had been heavily strip and, and heavily uh, hotel casino restaurants. So I was really, really pushing very hard. Uh, I think we were up to um, about 75 different neighborhood restaurants who, who verbally said oh. that they were going to come aboard. And my I, I wanted to be in a position where I could say, this year's Las Vegas Restaurant Week, you should be able to find a restaurant in your neighborhood that's participating. Yeah. So that was, that was the plan.
1: Oh, wow. So, I mean, um, just like for reference, like last year, how many restaurants participated versus supposedly this year?
2: Uh, so, so last year, they had about 200 restaurants. Gotcha. But I was very, I was very ahead of the game and easily about to add, I, I was really going for 250. I, I'm new to the culinary community here here in Las Vegas, but what a a beautiful and bright and vibrant community it is. And I, I count myself quite blessed to be able to, to, to go out and, and and be part of that community. And um, you know, we're gonna the folks here at Las Vegas Restaurant Week, we're gonna do our best to promote all of these restaurants. Uh, through our through our Facebook page and, and other social media, um, just to hopefully give them a little extra exposure and um, and show them off before Restaurant Week to uh, to Restaurant Week fans.
0: Three Score has been distributing more than five million pounds of food a month since March, and I know you guys do high volume all the time, but this is unprecedented uh how are you doing this? How are you accomplishing this much <laughs>
2: i don't know no i'm <laughs> kidding it's it you know you you never really think about it but uh last year three square put together a uh, a a disaster response plan for the uh for the government shutdown last year you remember that so when when uh when the COVID-19 crisis came, we implemented that on March, on March 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that are different that maybe the average bear doesn't know about here at Three Square is that we get a lot of volunteers at Three Square, and so much so that all of their, their volunteer hours equals 73 full-time employees. Wow. wow. Oh but of course for their that's safety so cool. and the safety and the safety of of our staff we are not taking volunteers so right. all of the food that we're being that's being purchased that's coming in is uh is being sorted by staff members so it's a couple wow. of handfuls of staff members that are really keeping this thing going it's a bit like a ghost town here because mm. you know we had to cut down on the number of people that's in the building we had to make sure that the, the safety of the food and, and, and how it's shipped and, and how we get it and how it's sorted, all of that is, has changed for us. So we, wow. we thank, I, I truly thank the, the employees that are working their hineys off to package all of this food that's going out every single day. Wow.
0: Truly totally a labor. So,
1: like I'm just like picturing it because like in every like volunteer you know um situation, usually like there's like so much good vibes and all that. but how do you counter this like old ghost town feeling like uh keep the morale up
2: you know i i, I we're we're all very very blessed here at, at three square being an essential business, so mm-hmm. you know you know having a, having a job means a lot to all of us here, so uh especially at this time when there's so many People out there that's in need, so that's a motivating force, you know. And 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 I'll be honest with you, sometimes it's a little worrisome, you know, because you, you're not just exposing yourself to the possibility of the virus; you're going back home every mm. day, you know. Um, and and so the support of our families as well has been quite tremendous.
0: How long will these distribution sites be open? Are they? indefinite and as long as we need them or how is this going to work out and be able to keep sustaining itself
2: well it it uh, it changes every day right now just on food we're spending probably fifty thousand dollars a week but if anybody is out there and they need help they should definitely go to threesquare.org uh, backslash help, and you can get the list of any of the changes or any of the distributions where everything is going, including CCSDs, um, you know, feeding kids uh, breakfast and lunch during this time.
0: And we'll, uh, you know, our community of listeners is, they're foodies and food lovers, but much of our listeners are, um, most of them are chefs and people that work in restaurants and cooks and restaurateurs and yes. um, dishwashers and all those great people. What can we do? We're a very helping community. What can we do to help you? What would be the best way for us to do that?
2: I mean, I think for right now, if, if, uh, if people have money, it goes a long way. And, we, and we, we still can uh, provide three meals for every dollar that gets donated. And because of our relationship with Feeding America, our our purchasing uh, ability is so much higher that 94 cents on every dollar donated goes right back into purchasing food. So uh, that's, a, that's a great, great, great percentage. Um, the other thing is, I, I, I put this out and I'm gonna put it out even more, is that if anyone's out there in a restaurant, in a chef, and you have specials or anything of that nature that you would like us to, to uh, promote and help you with, send it over to me, W. Edwards at threesquare.org.
0: Awesome. Love that. Thank you so much, Will. All right. So we're going to move on to our segment, Show and Tell. And you're really I'm the in. second non-chef that's in on it. So as the second non-chef that's in it, what are you bringing to Show and Tell?
2: So I was so frightened because I am not a chef. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I I love to cook, though. I do love to cook. I guess I'm a home cook. And uh, I love to cook for my wife and my family and my friends. But I was really nervous. And uh, something that you guys may not know is that uh, I started and I ran a, uh, a comedy show downtown Las Vegas for four years. So Ooh. I thought to myself, I thought to myself, show and tell, what's the silliest thing that I have in my kitchen that I use? Here <laughs> come. You ready? Okay, okay. All right. And you, and you tell me yeah. what you think these guys are. <laughs>
0: oh um, are they bag clips?
1: No. No, no, no. I feel like they're supposed to like hold the lid up or something. You're... You got it. Yeah. the winner. Ding, 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 ding. Hold
2: the but lid up for what? So, you, <laughs> yeah, so you basically, you put it on the edge of your pot, mm-hmm. and then the lid can sit on his neck. Oh. So that you can keep the heat in the it's pot like, and not yeah. over, you know, it doesn't oh. boil over. So I bought those guys, so no more oh. boil over. They're
1: and do you lid, actually use lid lifters?
0: Okay, do you use them a lot, or is it just more I, like kitschy and it's funny? I do
2: use them. I do oh. use them. I most, I mostly use them when I make, uh, when I make ribs.
1: What? <laughs> oh. Why is that?
2: I, I live in an apartment, so I don't have a, I can't grill. So I, I, uh, I, I boil my ribs in, uh, in ginger ale, and because of it, it bubbles up and all that kind of stuff. So I use my little guys, keeps it from bubbling That's...
1: over. Quick question, yeah. um, what kind of barbecue sauce do you use as a base to doctor up? I, use
2: sweet, I use sweet baby rays.
1: Oh, me too. And then
2: I put in there like everything in my fridge, and then everything in my
1: cabinet. Right, I know it's like I, it's the seasonal barbecue sauce. Whatever it's in my fridge, it's yeah, it's whatever. Awesome. It's, exactly, whatever's in there goes in.
2: Honey, orange juice, lime, all sorts of stuff. Right, but we love. I it. usually doctor
1: mine up with like you know, kick it up the spice level a little bit up with like mm. some onion. Put a little bit more vinegar so it's nice and tangy yeah
0: i like that we- i like it. okay we've got will edwards from three square food bank doing on the fly 60 seconds rapid fire questions will are you ready i think so starting now Louie, favorite
1: pandemic snack
2: uh barbecue ladies potato chips
1: childhood food craving oh pickles uh, first thing you'll do when this quarantine is fully lifted?
2: Uh, go out and uh, have some Thai food.
0: Mm, dream place to travel and eat. Oh, Italy!
1: Your best self-care practice?
2: Uh, keeping my routine the same as it was before the pandemic. Mm,
0: good one. Your go-to Corona apocalypse beverage.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, Stella Artois.
1: Oh,
0: good one.
1: Best binge-worthy TV.
2: I'm watching The Golden Girls again.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, me too, me too. We're, we're going to talk about that after this. <laughs> Restaurant you've been missing.
2: Restaurant I've been missing? Yeah. Uh, Mon Ami Gabi.
1: Oh, I love Mon Ami B. Such There's a great such, view like, out there.
2: They set oh,
1: such cool. like a high and consistent standard that they... I do like a
0: gold star. Yeah, it. classic Vegas. Yeah,
1: just
2: so fantastic. A- everything from the young lady that's standing at the at the welcome stand and takes your you, know, you check in right up to to the end of the night. Just fantastic.
0: Yeah, there. Uh, that's a Let Us Entertain You restaurant, and uh Monamiga B. And the other Let Us Entertain You restaurant was the one that I used to work for Joe's Stone Crab. Both of those have just the best customer service. Super consistency when it comes to the food. You know what you're getting every single time. You're always going to get this same badass stone crab, the same crab legs. Just like with Mon Amiga B, you're going to get like the amazing steaks and like the amazing like omelets and the whole thing. Every single time, they're so consistent. Favorite cooking music jam?
2: 90s R&B. Yeah. yeah, I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy that can't, gotta, get, can't no
0: get no love, love from me. From me. <laughs> on the passenger side of his best friend's <laughs> ride, <laughs> trying to at it, holler, holler at, at me. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love man. it, uh, Louis. What did you want to say about Golden Girls? Golden Girls. Oh,
1: it's like my go-to show. Do you want to veg out, <laughs> out and all that? And I love huh. how like how it it was filmed so long ago, and it was like built for like. The CRT TV, so it doesn't really fill your full, full frame. <laughs> the, the, the quality is like so bad, but the jokes are so timely and just so hilarious. It just so makes great. you want to watch more.
2: And what I love about the Golden
1: Girls is how smart the comedy was. Yeah. Yeah. That was good writing. It's like super good. Such writing. great writing.
0: One of the major silver linings of uh, this time right now is that time to go back to some of those TV shows. Um, Will, the last thing that we're going to ask you is to go ahead and sell it for whatever you want. You could sell it for Three Square Food Bank, whatever you need, what you want to talk about, anything, it's your time.
2: Excellent. Thank you. So uh first of all, I appreciate you guys having me. Uh second of all, Three Square is going to be here uh as long as there are people that are hungry here in Southern Nevada, we're going to be here. So if if you need help yourself, just go to threesquare.org. Uh it, it's pretty self-explanatory when you get there. If you have any money, and it doesn't matter how much you have, a dollar goes a long way. So you can also donate on the site. Uh, I'm going to say this, and I don't want it to be so negative, but there are people out there that are, that are taking advantage of other people during this time. If you're going to donate, donate through our website. Don't do it through other, other places. We're, we're not making flyers and all that kind of stuff. So if you see any of that stuff, just go to the website and, and donate uh, through the website. And, oh, when Restaurant Week comes back, get out there have fun yeah support our local restaurants they're gonna need you they need you right now as well so take out order it out order it and just do what you can to help out
0: well you are fabulous thank you so much and louis and i definitely want to say thank you so much to all your employees um the volunteers that are out there like that are with your um the groups that you get together with like the churches and Metro, and all those people. I see all those amazing videos out there. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. So much from the bottom of our hearts, and please reach out to us. If there's anything that you need at all, we're here. Uh, The restaurant community's here. If there's things that you can think of that we can help you with, please don't hesitate to ask us, Will.
2: Will do. Love you guys. This was a lot of fun, and uh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs.
1: That's with a number two on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog.
0: Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86 Till next week.